Hi, welcome back to another episode of Nobody's Doing It Right, the podcast for those who are uncertain. My name is Kat. I'm your host. For today's episode, we're going to talk about how you should stop ascribing intention to other people's behavior. This is simply so that you don't, you know, make yourself overthink or ruminate or get into a dark place of hating somebody because you think that they had a specific intention when they did something or said something. We don't know. We can't read people's minds. And I say this, even I do this sometimes too, where you can kind of assume what someone was thinking when they did something or said something. And, you know, it might be that you think that they did it in a malicious way or they meant that they they don't care about you. They don't like you, they whatever. And that's why they did that thing. Realistically, you don't know. You have no idea. You You cannot read someone's mind. And even if the thing is very, you know, aggressive or you know pushes your boundaries that's fine take that into account right set your boundaries properly remove people from your life if they do something that does actually hurt you but don't ascribe an intention that you've made up in your mind to their behavior because you will end up i think again just from my own experience the things i've seen and you know had happen in my own life when you do that you start assuming that somebody's acting a certain way and then you start running with that information that might not actually be true And that can actually lead you to severing relationships and ties with people based on an intention that might not actually exist. It's something that you've put onto their behavior to maybe make it make sense to you. And usually, not always, but usually I find that when we do that, it's always an intention that has to do with our worth, right? Like, and I hear this all the time from people too. They'll say that person did this because they hate me or they don't like this or they don't want to be with me. And it's like, maybe, maybe not. Right. But why is the first instinct to jump to that intention? Why is that your first belief? That to me says more about how you feel about yourself than what's actually happening in that person's head. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't really matter what that person is thinking. It really doesn't matter. It's about their actions and behaviors and how that makes you feel. Now, of course, there's nuance to this because someone might do something that hurts you and upsets you, but they didn't intend to and they feel really bad and they apologize and they try to make amends. Valid. That's totally fair. You can definitely try again with someone like that. But at the end of the day, someone could do the same action over and over again, and they could have the best intentions in mind, but if they're doing it over and over again and it hurts you every time, it doesn't really matter what the intention is, right? But I think it's more important to be mindful of the fact that maybe you jump very quickly to negative intentions, right? Thinking that someone has a negative intention when they're doing something rather than thinking, okay, let me get a little bit more curious about this. Let me ask for clarification. Let me make sure before I, you know, quickly cut ties with this person or cut them out of my life. And this will save you a lot of, like I said, overthinking, rumination, heartache, unnecessary isolation. Because I think, again, a lot of us do that. We'll cut ties with people because we think that they feel a specific way about us. And that's why they did this thing. And that might not at all be true. And what a shame for to yourself and to them to ruin something based on an intention that you just made up in your mind. But I understand too, because it's coming from a place of wanting to protect yourself, right? Wanting to make sure that you are safe. It's safer to assume the worst in somebody, right? Than to assume the best and then be disappointed. But that also then makes you look at people in a negative light all the time. It doesn't allow you the space to trust somebody or expect the best from them or be open to hearing their story. It'll always close you off to people and connections. And again, I get it because if you've been hurt, you don't want to be hurt again. You don't want to hurt yourself on purpose over and over again and let yourself be, 
you know, used or taken advantage of or whatever, of course. But that's where boundaries and self-expression comes into play. All of these things have to work in tandem. You cannot separate them, right? You can't experience them in a vacuum. Like they have to all coexist at the same time. So you can both express yourself, express your boundaries, make sure that you are showing yourself respect, standing up for yourself, and not assuming a negative intention and ascribing that to their behavior and opening up space for curiosity and understanding. You can do both. Both of those things can coexist, but I think sometimes we can get into this black and white mindset where it's one or the other, right? Either I'm setting my boundaries and respecting myself, which you should. So either you're doing that and cutting people off, cutting them out of your life, never talking to them again, thinking of them as an awful person, hating them, being in this headspace of hate and negativity, or you're letting them cross your boundaries over and over again, despite their behavior hurting you. Just, you know, and you not standing up for yourself or not setting a boundary or not at least sticking to that boundary every time you set it. It doesn't have to be one or the other. Both should coexist. So it's important to start, I think, by not ascribing an intention to someone's behavior. Some people just do things. Some people aren't even mindful or aware of why they do the things they do. Not everybody is conscious of their actions and behaviors. And I know the maybe argument now would be like, well, they should know that, you know, I would never do that to them. Like, this is something that would hurt someone. Some people just don't know. They don't have the awareness of it. This isn't to justify it or, you know, allow it or excuse it or whatever. It's just to help you get to a place where you're not always in the headspace of they did this on purpose. They did this because they hate me. Maybe they don't. Maybe you're not that easy to hate. You know, let's let's flip it around and make it, reframe it into something positive for yourself. Maybe it's not that you are awful or unworthy or whatever other self-loaning beliefs come up. Maybe it's just that that person didn't realize what they were doing. Maybe they just made a dumb mistake. Maybe they just act, you know, unconsciously a lot of the time and they haven't done the work on themselves. Maybe it has absolutely nothing to do with you and your worth. How much better does it feel to look at it from that perspective? How much better does that feel? It takes the pressure and weight off of you to be this perfect human being. And when someone does something, it somehow reflects that you're not this perfect human being. You're not. And you don't have to be. And also the, pe the things that people do aren't a reflection of whether or not you're worthy. Your worth is inherent. You don't have to work for it. You don't have to prove it to anybody. It's there. Of course you are. And you also don't have to be completely and totally perfect all the time. And people can make mistakes and they do. So if someone like you can make a mistake and be imperfect, which you should allow and should accept within yourself, then somebody else can be imperfect and act in ways that are unconscious and not always kind to people without malicious intention. You know, those two truths coexist. And I know it's tough to really internalize this. It's very difficult because when we do feel like our worth is being challenged or questioned by somebody that we care about, it hurts. You know, but I think just using this reframing technique has actually helped me so much in reframing the way I see relationships and the way I approach relationships now. I now do not approach it from a negative headspace, which I always used to. And that led me to doing a lot of, you know, chaotic behaviors at times as a way to protect myself, kind of like a fight or flight, right? When an animal is cornered and feels unsafe, it overreacts and it does things to protect itself that might not be what you would do in your conscious state of mind. That's the point of this, right? The point is not to excuse them and make them, you know, feel okay with what they're doing and let them do it all the time. It's more for you so that you can act from a conscious, logical headspace when you respond to things that happen that maybe don't feel good. Instead of overreacting, instead of acting from a place of fear, you act from a place of, okay, 
let me get a little bit more information. Let me get curious. It's not about me and my worth. So I don't have to protect that. I don't have to be on the defense to protect that. So now let me ask just for clarification, just to understand why this person did that, to get a little bit more insight into this person's mind and how they behave and to see if they are even receptive to me setting my boundary. And if they are amazing, because then they will try their best after, hopefully, to not do it again. And if they do, you know, having that open, honest dialogue over and over again is the only way really to maintain relationships. And I know, I wish it was easier. I wish you didn't have to express yourself. I wish people could just read our minds, but obviously they can't. That's not how life works. <laughs> you have to express yourself, even if it's uncomfortable. And I know it is. This is something I worked on a lot in therapy. It's, I think, the first thing I had to work on when I started therapy. It's very, really difficult because it's scary to express yourself, to be vulnerable in that way and to risk the potential of seeing that someone can't do what you need them to do or show up in the way that you need them to show up. But that's really the only way to find out. So stop ascribing intention to their actions. Ask for clarification. Let yourself get more information. Be curious and separate it from your worth and whether or not their behavior means anything about whether you're good enough for them or for anything in general. I think that'll help you find a little bit more peace when it comes to the way you navigate relationships. So I hope this was helpful. I hope it was informative. If you want to follow my other social media accounts, you can. I have Instagram, TikTok. Um, I have a Substack where I write about these topics. And you can also work with me one-to-one. -one. I offer one-to-one -one Zoom calls. I offer email guidance. All of the information can be found in the show notes below. Thank you for listening. And I'll be back again soon with another episode.